Welcome to episode number 23 of the Gimme Golf Podcast, powered by MyrtleBeachGolfTrips.com. I'm your host, Meredith Kirk. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to our podcast. Today, I'm joined by Paige Cribb, Director of Student Support of the PGA Golf Management Program at Coastal Carolina University. Paige is also the first female president of the Carolina's PGA section. Quite a wealth of knowledge of the golf industry she has and a really fun person to talk to. I think you will enjoy this. This is podcast number 23. Today we have an amazing guest, Paige Cribb, president of the Carolinas PGA section, director of student support for golf management at Coastal Carolina University. Paige Cribb serves as director of student support for the PGA golf management program at Coastal Carolina University. Her responsibilities in the PGA golf management program include classroom lecture of level one PGA of America education, academic advising and golf instruction. A native of Georgetown, South Carolina, Cribb earned her bachelor's degree in marketing from the University of North Carolina at Wilmington, where she was a member of the women's golf team, and she has her Master of Business Administration from Coastal Carolina University. She began her career at CCU in October of 2008 after serving as the head golf professional at Wachesaw Plantation East in Merle's Inlet and assistant head professional at Bay Tree Golf Plantation and Legends Resort. In 2018, Cribb was elected president of the Carolinas PGA CPGA section. She is the first woman to hold this office. Paige will serve as president of the Carolinas PGA section until 2020. Holy cow, that was an incredible <laughs> resume. Paige Cribb, welcome to Gimme Golf. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. Well, it's so great to have you on here. I have so many questions. Um, my first one, the first ever female president of the Carolinas PGA section. That's just so awesome. So congratulations for that. What's it like being the first chick leading the Carolinas? <laughs> yeah, it's funny as we sit here and, and uh, you know, when I look over at Nate and I feel like we've been in the golf business for a long time and you know being here and working in it it's not like you had to be one of the boys you just were you not one and i don't mean you just were you just you were in the business that you you kind of earn the respect what you know you play and, and you hang out and so when i got the opportunity and i go to uh, coastal carolina you know, I'm very fortunate. My boss is Will Mann, who is, besides a section president, was also a past national president. And so, you know, I served as an area director, um, which right now Matt Daly is is doing for, for our area. And um, when it was time for the section to, you know, look for a secretary, I, I just kind of mentioned something to Will, and, and he said, if you want to do it, do it. And so um, I think... You you def, you just um I think if you are transparent and there's no um yeah you, know, you have no agenda you're just you know in that position you're just trying to uh, be a voice and to to help assist your fellow PGA members so I uh, actually I went and my two year term was up in February of this year so now I'm considered honorary president mm-hmm. um but it it was pretty cool I'm not gonna kid you to uh, to do that and and you know all some of the national attention that came with it and um was very fortunate as well at the end of last year our president now of pga of america Susie whaley uh, called me and uh, invited me to be on the national board of control 
Uh, and also, too, once again, the, the first female, and, and I didn't look at it that way, but the Board of Control is kind of the judicial arm, I guess you mm-hmm. could say, of the PGA of America handling membership issues, disaster relief. So mm-hmm. that's been pretty phenomenal. Wow, you are shattering the glass. <laughs> I love it. Female empowerment, I'm all about that. <laughs> now, what was it like for the men? Did they receive you well? Or did you have some resistance? Were there some, you know, are there are some egos in the room, so to speak? I mean, what was what was that resistance like, if there was any? Yeah, I, I would say there there probably was resistance. Uh, I know when we had the election, when I put my name in in the, you know, that I'm going to run for secretary, and and uh, our home office is in Greensboro, North Carolina, of our section, and uh, up until really the eleventh hour there wasn't anyone else running and then someone threw in his his name and uh, that's fine i had Mm -hmm. uh, you know contacted especially the golf professionals here at the beach i mean they were phenomenal they took off and came up there because there's an actual ballot vote and um i'd sent out some emails and made some calls and i didn't really i don't say i didn't know what i was doing but you know i i had been serving some as as area director and and whatnot so anyway you have to get up and you had a three-minute window to address the members of our section. There's about 900 people out there. So three-minute campaigning. Three-minute campaigning mm-hmm. on top of, you know, maybe you send out some emails, but not a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's timed. And um, Carl Kimball at the time was our honorary president, and they oversee the process. So um, I got up there. I can't remember if I went first or he went first. But anyway, so I knew what I was going to say. So you had to go up to a podium? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and, and it's fun. You just have to be I prepared. I mean, it's nerve-wracking. You have to be prepared. Um, and, you know, I remember hearing something one time before. I want to say it's Winston Churchill, but I don't know. But it was, you know, there there hasn't been a speech or anything he hasn't said that was impromptu. Mm-hmm. That he hadn't already rehearsed about 10 times or something. So I felt pretty good about it. And then... This gentleman got up, and I know him, really great guy. And you could tell he had nothing planned. And and he ended up getting dinged. He went over his three-minute uh, time limit. Um, but believe it or not, they if I'm not mistaken, it was a very close. I think they had to count the ballots twice. Because if you just want to think, here's the, the Carolinas of one of 41 sections. Uh, you know, we're, we're in the south the good and old boys we, it, I, yeah you know and if you think about too one of the things as a pga member um or even an lpga member is to try to change the face of what golf has been which a lot of people say it's the white the white guy mm-hmm. um you know still th- it was something brand new i mean no other woman in our section had done it so um and, and Carolina is the largest section, right? We are the largest section. North Florida, where Charlie uh, was, um, is the second. So we are. We've got you know close to two thousand uh, members. So it's been it's been a um, fun fun uh, ride. You know, because with that you do you represent the section. You've got you go to our national annual meeting um, during election years for national. You're doing super regionals, and you know there's a little bit of travel, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm very, very fortunate because our program, because we're one of 18 in the country, um, it's looked upon as one of, you know, not a job requirement, but it's okay when you do have to do some traveling because our program is a big draw for the university 
for students coming down. Right. So I've been very, very fortunate there. Well, you have rocked it out as the president. Trying, yeah. Trying. I think um, if do they can you get multiple terms? I mean, how does it work? I mean, you're honorary right now. Can you get reelected for two no, more? You know, or? no. I, but you know, I'm always thinking, okay, what's what's next? Yeah. You know, I'm, I I do enjoy serving, and I'm still considered an officer's honorary. Mm. Um, you know, something I've thought about is uh, you have your 41 sections. You also have your districts. And our district is uh, the Carolinas, Mid-Atlantic, and Kentucky. And when it's time for, uh, you know, uh, time for us to have a, a district director right now, it's in Mid-Atlantic, it comes around to us next. So I might think to do that. That it, you would be a, that's a national, um, would be a national board of directors. So I enjoy serving. Um, and so, uh, you know, we, that might be on the horizon. Oh, it's totally going to happen <laughs> on the horizon. It's coming down the pipe. <laughs> that the funnest part about that job is probably the people you've met in other areas of the country. You can tell war stories and you talk about the industry. I bet you learn a lot that but a ton. And I, I do, we were talking earlier about, you know, the course I'm taking now just to get better, at teaching for the fall in this unknown times, I enjoy learning, and you're absolutely correct. And it's interesting as I've gotten to know like we have it's a national um, election year for the secretaries, and and I know all of them, but I've also seen seen them throughout the years. And you know, you watch what, how people act, and um, yeah, you make a lot of connections, and you don't even really necessarily know you have made those connections until exactly you that. know those. And that was the cool part about going through the levels was back when, when I went through it, you mm-hmm. had to go to, it was Nashville and then it, was, it wasn't yep. centralized. But the relationships that you made, you met people in different areas of the country. It was, Absolutely. That was the coolest part, being a young, being a young guy professional. Yep. So it gives, gives you perspective. Absolutely. So it's still, it's a learning, it's, a, you know, it's all, it's fun. It really is. It's fun. And, you know, people, someone said something once, I'm like, they were talking about pay or something. I'm like, no, it's a non-paying gig. I mean, you're serving so you don't get you know, paid? No. Uh-uh. That's, that's no break on the dues? You still pay the full no, dues? No, yeah. Oh, God, I'm very fortunate that, at work pays for them. That, but that but, should be the... That but the, be the fun yeah. thing, you know, and, and, it, and it is when we do, you know, when I go to the, the national meeting or we have you know, our section meeting in Greensboro or um, we usually in the summer go to, uh, we you know, we try to get together. You know, once you get there, you you know you don't have to you're not paying you know they f- that they, they will feed you and um, quench your thirst as much as <laughs> these annual meetings are I'm like oh my word I was getting ready to say I'm like I hope you're at least eating filet mignon yes. and a nice big it, it potato can be pretty, it can be it can be and you don't feel good. guilty about that because you know you're paying dues no that's it, right, that's right, right. exactly they exactly can, they can yes. afford it well I want to talk it. about your role as director of student support for the mm-hmm. PGM program at Coastal sure I mean you have so many roles so not just your leadership roles mm-hmm. and what you do um, for the Carolina PGA section and your multiple roles you've had there and now nationally. Um, you also are a great golf instructor. You're a lecturer. You're mm-hmm. teaching kids how to teach and bringing them into the golf industry and giving them the expectations what to expect, but to, but training them to be these amazing PGA professionals. Sure. What is that job like? Um, it is it, it it is amazing. It is you're really um, a mentor. You know, you're teaching, you're getting a freshman coming in, and think about your children. Mm-hmm. You know, we get an, an 18-year-old come in, and, you know, right now, 
you know, first and foremost, they're getting a, a four-year education and we're so fortunate at school, they're in the business school. So their degree is in accounting, economics, finance, management, marketing, or hospitality, resort, tourism. So they're getting a four-year degree like any other student. Mm-hmm. They've also chosen now to go through our specialization. So it is a lot. Time management uh, is, a, is, a, is a big key with a lot of the students, but we build that relationship. They're with us four and a half years. So I'm in the classroom with the freshmen. I have my hands, you know, kind of in the class with the, the so I'm with the sophomores. I'm with the freshmen a little bit with my boss. Um, you know, and you're teaching them, and they're doing internships. So that's that's the fun part. They're going all over the country learning about the business. Uh, but you are. You're trying to to hopefully turn out this well-rounded young man or young lady mm-hmm. that, that, that seven-month internship typically is their first full-time job in the golf business and you're just trying to prepare them for that so it is you know I might be at the golf course some I don't you know I'm not necessarily I'm not at the golf course every day I don't necessarily go out there and give lessons um but so you're in the classroom but you're doing academic advising um you're doing any question that pops up you know they're doing poorly in a class Mm -hmm. they've had a bad breakup um it's more than once when i've had someone the size of your children come in and you start talking to something's wrong and they just start crying Mm -hmm. and you're looking up and they want to give you a big hug and you're like okay it'll be fine right you know it's almost it's like mentoring it's that's exactly what the job is it's more than just saying okay you know i'm trying to teach you this subject matter Mm -hmm. you know i do i teach for level one, I do teach the intro to, to teaching and coaching. So they're learning a little bit about, you know, what it what's a ball flight law? And it's kind of like, if you hook the ball, you slice the ball, you hit a, a push hook, a push slice, there's a reason. Mm-hmm. Here's here's the law. Right. Uh, you know, now we would say, okay, what principle? So now the hard part is figuring out how to help your student you know fix that and it also talks a lot about relationships i think we know all three of us um this is it's relationships Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily the knowledge between your ears that will help someone get better i mean you you have to help them right so you do that and then then i also do uh, because the pga curriculum with national it's kind of ever-changing so i also do um facility management for level two which is running a golf operation mm-hmm. so teaching you know that that portion of it as well so i've kind of that's evolved the pga curriculum is always evolving what are some of the n- names of the classes in the program like do you have a class mm-hmm. that's just instruction sure um, like what are some of the the course listings yeah so when your freshmen come in so our, our incoming freshmen uh, this fall will take what's called the qualifying level mm-hmm. um our 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 boss our director will teaches that and um so once they pass that and that's just rules and the history of golf and the constitution uh and then they'll go with him in the spring uh and that is that's level one and he teaches level one facility management Mm -hmm. so they're kind of they each they're either teaching and coaching or facility management depending on where they are so your freshmen are just getting their first taste they haven't done an internship yet they maybe have not even worked at a golf course so they're getting their first taste of 
customer relations and tournament ops and golf car fleet management and the things that it's not just teeing it up and playing golf mm-hmm. when you get in this business. We're in a business. Right. Um, and so that would be level one facility management with me. It's level one, you know, introduction to uh, teaching and coaching and golf club performance. And then when they go to level two, it's level two facility management. Mm-hmm. And then level two intro to teaching and coaching. Now within that, however, the subject matter is like I'm teaching the introduction. When they get through me, um, and pass the test through the PGA of America, they would go to intermediate teaching, so it gets a little bit more um, in-depth. Invi- and same thing with facility management. And then when they, they're they a senior, they're doing, you know, the advanced teaching, so it's a little more, you know, a little more knowledge in facility management, a little more knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, but the internships are invaluable. That's where they're actually going out and training um, and I mean, they're getting paid to do it, but they're learning what it's what it's like to be in the golf business. And this summer, um, some weren't able to do their internships based on you know COVID, and some are out now. Many are out now, and they're just working their butts off because we were talking about earlier about the play around the country. Many are busier than ever. Right. That's so, been a benefit of COVID. Have rediscovered, yeah. that, you know, there's a health benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it even though they're not with me, you know, there's with the PGA. You know, you've taken on the specialization mm-hmm. on top of your other academics. You know, I have work or we have work you have to be doing this summer. There's work experience activities, if you remember, things they have to be getting information on so it's it's been it's it's steady so i want to ask because on the industry side when you were head when i was head golf professional you'd hire someone and they get into it and they say well this is really not what i expected Mm -hmm. this was i thought i was going to get out and play golf all the time Mm -hmm. how many students do you have that enter the program it's like wow i thought this was going to be a whole lot easier than this and it's like i'm going to this is not for more me. more than you think. I don't know if I have a, a a number, but I do remember where you would get, you know, a, a student going with, uh, let's just say, mom and dad, just to stay traditional, and you know they want to come to Coastal, and you know they might enjoy golf, and so they come meet with you know one of us, and they're like, yeah, we want to do it, and really and truly, sometimes I think they just kind of, you know, snowed the parents. Hey, I just want to get down to, to college and just play golf for fun it, it yeah. does happen yeah. because we um when when I've, I've told the class and and not knowing what the fall is going to look like we're going to hit the ground running and you have expectations with us and we also too not i'm not going to venture down that rabbit hole but we we as the pga of america totally need to change not change tweak improve what it's about as you're trying to get people to come into the business. You know, it might have been really cool back in the day, because I, I hear it talking about going around the country. You know, I work 70 hours, 70, 80 hours a week, and, you know, um, I'm working the weekends, I'm working holidays. That's not going to fly with this, not flying in today's time. The, 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 the young people now, they want a work life balance. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you've got it. Maybe it's a member yeah, guest luck. or a member. Mer- <laughs> yeah, good but luck. but it but that that's a that's a battle right now, yeah. Nate, for sure. Really, um, when you see associates numbers down, um, university students down, meaning there are not as many coming in the 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 business, and we also need to get 
you know, I, I think overall with the times as far as, um, you know, what someone's paid. You know, you do, you have many that get out of school. They're like, I want to work 40 hours and I probably should make 50000 just right out of school. And we're like, no. why? why? I know you might think, mm-hmm. but why? So it, it is definitely um, to try to say that it is a great business. Um, and you do play golf, but you better enjoy or hopefully enjoy relationships. Be be comfortable with that, um, and know that it, at the end of the day, when you're at this course, you know you're you're trying to get people to come play your course and to come back and play your course, or if right. it's a private course, become a member and stay a member. So. Um, See, they almost have to. I almost think it's important that they need to have had a little bit of experience working at a golf course, just not showing up on the first day and teeing it up. It's like if you've worked a part-time job at a golf course, you can kind of see it. It doesn't matter what kind of golf course it is, whether it's private resort. Sure, you can kind of see what goes on. You're the person that, you know, if someone doesn't show up for work, you're out. You're out front and center. If the bathroom needs to be cleaned, you're you're, you're doing, doing it all. That. And I mean, and I think and it, that's a, a, just a worrisome factor with some of the mentality of some coming out that mm-hmm. you have to do whatever it takes. So, you know, fortunately when they're doing internships, they are work. So they're doing 16 months of internships. So, you know, every summer, three months, three months, three months, and then their senior year is seven months. So some will come back from this first internship and they'll be like, that's, uh, that's and, not what, yeah. Well, I'm not sure. Okay, well, what do you want to do? And that that ends up becoming some of what I do. You know, do you want to stay in the business school, or if you is there another major? Because you know, I get paid by Coastal Carolina University. We want to keep you a Chanticleer, right? So, where what makes you happy within this school? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's okay because they can always become an associate. And education has changed. It's really, really, really new. Like it's not even. We're, we're not even teaching, but, but it's, it's to try to remove some of the barriers, barriers of time and money to, to attract more people to realize it is, I mean, it is a great business. I mean, look at the, what the three of us do, and we're not, you know, a traditional green grass golf pro mm-hmm. or golf professional. You know, there's other options, and they just, you know, sometimes it's hard to see that far in the well, future. Well, see, and that's why I think you're so great there because – You've been in the trenches. You mm-hmm. can tell. You're honest. You can be honest with them. Sure. It's like I've done this. I've been around. I know exactly what. You may not like this part of the business. This is, but you touched on a, a question. I want to ask you is what other avenues can they go into? And and it's like our director of marketing here, Justin Binky, went through it. And oh, absolutely. He, and he knew he was there before I was there, but yeah. He worked an internship, but he knew he didn't want to be a head golf professional. Sure. He knew he wanted to be in golf, but didn't want to go down absolutely. that Absolutely. So there are other aspects, and that's what's great about this program is they come out with a degree that they can use a business degree so and i tell you one of the coolest things and and to answer your question but prior to that our our accounting students and our finance students when they go out on these internships you you just meet people and then there's so there's been quite a few of them that have ended up after it's all said and done uh end up taking you know a job in the accounting field or the finance field and the way i look at it is if it hadn't been for golf you wouldn't Mm -hmm. have found that but you can always come back to it so to answer your questions many of them will be um an assistant golf professional starting out you'll have a few maybe like justin did um and others to say i know i don't want to be in a at a golf shop and that'll be sometimes the excuse why they want to get out 
and then you can it doesn't take but a couple of questions to get to the real root because okay no one's saying you have to be but this is you're just paying your dues you're learning not everyone um, you're wants teaching. to deal with the public correct that's right and that's exactly <laughs> what ends up being you're the ones that say i want to teach okay well we'll do some teaching internships because they're out there um top golf has been a big golf tech those companies ha- are now doing internships so they can go into into um you know seeing something from that point mm-hmm. um there have been some marketing opportunities your um your manufacturers are now uh, kind of hopping in and having some internships. Uh, it was canceled this summer, but Titleist had a really, really, we had, I think, six of our students doing it around the country, and it was golf ball fitting, but they were going to be getting paid and doing an internship in which they went to courses in their area and went out and did maybe, I don't know if you call it a demo day, but it was mm-hmm. a ball fitting day. That's awesome. And people came out and say, you know, you just need to be knowledgeable on the balls that Titleist has, which I saw you the other day mm-hmm. play it. And, um, you know, help them figure out what golf ball works for them mm-hmm. um, and let them figure it out. You can help them, but don't just push them to Pro V1 because you think that's what they need. Right. And, um, and then from there, probably a pretty good chance that that golf course is going to sell some golf balls. Um, but uh, the... PGA National, there have been internships there where you can actually um, go to National and you're wearing a suit um, or business attire five days a week and looking at it from that that standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes the positions, you know, once again, like ours, you know, some of the graduates now are like, I want to do what you do. That's well, awesome. Like, setting, okay. but setting the stage for them to have that. Now, do you miss being in the golf industry side just every day at the golf course you know you were formerly a head golf professional i see what you <laughs> um, she's like let me take a sip of my water before no, i get no i mean once again i've known y'all for such a long time i do not miss being a green grass golf professional mm-hmm. i i only say that um because I really do, and I'm not just saying i really do enjoy being around the students there's an energy being around a campus um, but I do know, as I think about, because I'm, I'm always, you know, what would, what's that next thing? I could be back at a golf course. I've always done um, a semi-private resort, which I like meeting and walking around. But I could definitely see if, if someone said, w- would you do it? Yes, but that role would involve, like, a director of golf right. or something. I don't think I have the qualifications necessarily to be a general manager because that's a whole different I, I mean, you could you, get those. I think you do. Oh, you, you would well, totally nail that so one. But. I, I would, and at that point, um, yes, I could, I could, I could see myself doing that for sure. Because, heck, I like getting up early. Mm-hmm. I it's like to go meet people for a while. Yeah, it's been been in been in the blood, um, and golf is fun, and people are now getting back to it. And I think that I've probably gained some tools that might make it fun to have people come out and play golf whether that's lessons or just realizing um you know you've got here here are the set of tees they're just um suggestions why don't you go to the 150 right you know and and realizing and saying hey and uh, you know i could see doing that with the golf course to a point to really make it well we can go play this golf course um and not feel ashamed we were talking about like social shaming right a minute ago that I'm going to go to 150. I'm like, I'm I'm fine with playing the forward tees, but I'm, you know, I'm I'm well, over the, the game has really changed so much since I think we've been on the green grass mm-hmm. side. There's 
technology and different roles at golf courses now. And, Absolutely. And the, and the game itself, I think, has changed a little bit. And it has to. I mean, the game, the game of golf has to change a little bit to bring more people in. I think it's that's the one thing I think we've gotten out of COVID-19 is golf. You've been able to play it during all this, and it's brought more people into the game. So the speaking, game needs to change. Yeah, and speaking of growing the game, so this is my question. This is not even on our question list here. Um do you think golf is growing? And, you know, I've had this conversation with multiple golf professionals. Sometimes I feel like it's not growing mm-hmm. at the rate that it should be. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that is cor- if my thinking is correct. You know, you have much more insight with your roles and positions. What do you think about how golf is growing right now? Do you feel like it's growing? Um that is such a good question. I have no hard facts to back that up. Mm-hmm. Not that we couldn't. It wouldn't take long for us to do a little research and, and figure it out. I feel like exactly what Nate said, that by us adapting and creating kind of new looks and new opportunities at a golf course, yes, it. it I, I see more people – just people that I know, and I'm and I'm not doing a push for Top Golf, but to sit there and make something seem fun, and then they go do that, and then to be able to say, okay, well maybe I could go to a golf course. So I think as we as an organization also learn to invite people that look different than you mm-hmm. um, to the game, I th- I think there's a huge opportunity to do that. Um, So I want to say when we've talked to, you know, when I've talked to people, you know, around the country, they are busier than ever. And so as long as we have have some places that, you know, where where I live right now, not everyone has on a collared golf shirt and it tucked in with a nice belt. They kind of catch my eyes sometimes when they come you know, ride by, I'm like, oh, that's a well-dressed group of people. Right. I, and that's silly. <laughs> Never used that, to. That's yeah, silly. It's, it's common. But, it's like but a, now, yeah, it, let them have fun. There's Bluetooth speakers in, in golf carts. Right. Um, you know, I, and, I, and I'm not saying change the dress code, but I'm just saying that there is an opportunity to get people, once again, if we can get different people that look different into the business, mm-hmm. then people might feel more comfortable you know, going out, someone of color or, or mm-hmm. a female or, you know, a different, um, once again, nationality, sex, race. Right. They'll say, okay, I feel, I feel like I feel can, welcome. I feel welcome. Yeah. So, you, yeah. Do you feel like that the, the stereotypical, this is a maybe elite uh, white person's game? Do you think it's that is shattering right woo, now? I don't know if it's shattering. I want to say that we've made a lot of some cracks. I think there are cracks. There have been some great strides, but Mm. I can give you personal stories of as president of our section uh, and in my travels playing at courses where, you know, so uh, you would have a caddy and, you know, I'm not even going to go where it was, what what Mm. it was, but just things stick in my mind. And there's three of us playing. So I'm playing and then two, two men and uh, two guys w- with with us. So we had two caddies, one's double bagging. And um, I noticed just right from the get-go, because they don't know anything about us, mm-hmm. not that not that you need to. Um, I think on the front nine, my caddy cleaned my golf ball once, didn't even think to look at a putt or anything, but I watched his interaction with the other two guys. And I didn't say anything. And I'm not that kind of, you all know me, I'm not that 
type of person. You're not confrontational. No, yeah. no, no, no. But 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 I'm not going to forget it. Right. And we're going to make it a learning moment, not for anybody. But so I mentioned to the two guys who made the turn. We switched counties. Said, watch this. Watch the guy that was with me, and watch him with him. Mm-hmm. And it didn't take two holes. And wow. the two people I were playing with, they were flabbergasted. They felt so bad. And I'm like, I'm not. I'm not telling you to feel bad. Not at all. I said honestly, they're wanting to know. They're assuming one of you are going to pay them. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's fine. So I've experienced it. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know. So someone that's comfortable enough. I mean, I've experienced it. So I think we've cracked it mm-hmm. a little bit. But there's still, you know, there's still always work to be done. There's a nationals doing a great job, and the people that are in those departments doing a great job. And and you can see it when we're on social media with PGA Works, which is, um, you know, opening up the opportunity to, um, you know, to kind of get that next wave of golf professional, but, you know, women and, and once again, people of color and people to say, wow, there's a lot of stuff we can do as a golf professional um, to feel welcome. So we still need to, mm-hmm. you know, but, but yes, do do I think that people still think it's, you know, the elitist kind of sport. I'm sure some do. Yeah. Well, um, you remember when I was Mrs. South Carolina because you were a huge help to me because you were on my board for uh, the junior golf Mm -hmm. exchange. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know if I told you this story, but when I went to compete uh, in Arizona for Mrs. America, of course, the big thing was the interview. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because that's like like 30% of your scoring. And so you meet with five different judges and it's really intense. Uh, I mean, it's just so intense. And each of the judges on the panel were celebrities. I, one of the judges, and I this is terrible, I forgot his first name, but he's Peter from the Brady Bunch. Oh, yeah. Do you remember his name? What was his name? I don't. I could Google it okay. real quick. But yeah. um, okay, so it was Peter from the Brady Bunch. And he asked me point blank, you know, what is this junior golf exchange thing that you're doing? And so I explained the program. I, w- I will never forget this. He basically just looked at me. He goes, well, you know, here in California, he lives in California. And Christopher his, Knight. Christopher Knight. There you go, Christopher Knight. He basically said, and I'm not saying verbatim his words, um, but the gist was, well, you know, that's not an issue at my club. Now, he's at a private club in L.A. <laughs> I'm not With a couple s- hundred thousand dollar initiation Exactly, or exactly. Yeah. And he goes, well, I mean, he just looked at me. He goes, that's not a problem. And I said back to him, and it could have been the reason why I did not do well with my interview and him. I said, well, because you're at a private club. You know, this I am I'm talking about multiple groups of people that you may not be exposed to. And and that's exactly the groups of people we're talking about now. We're talking Mm -hmm. about females, right? Mm -hmm. Getting more women into the game, getting more ethnic groups into the game. I mean, I was raised in a um, multicultural home. Mm-hmm. My brother's Hispanic. You right, know? right. I could tell you some stories about he and I going out on the golf course together. Sure, sure. You know, here you have someone of color and then you have a chick out there on a course. So, um, yeah, I could I could go on with stories about that. But he made this very stark comment. And I remember that in the interview. And in my mind, I thought, this poor guy, he's, he's clouded. He just mm-hmm. doesn't get it. And I don't hold that against him because that's 
he doesn't know what he doesn't know. Sure, right? sure. So, I mean, I wasn't upset about that, but that is that typical mm-hmm. glass that I think that we need to keep stomping on it, right. and, and we need to keep shattering that. And, you know, I'm like you. I'm more of a progressive thinker, too. I think playing it forward, you know, getting rid of um, the gender tees. I don't like the... Absolutely. The, you know, the white tees are for the men. The yellow tees are for senior men. Um, the red tees are for women. I'm, let's get rid of the whole gender thing. Right. Um, and, and let's get all people out there experiencing the game. And, and I think that here, just in our industry here in Myrtle Beach, I think we've done a great job and i think if we continue the path that we're on mm-hmm. you know we're getting a lot of our courses and you, you and know, young people about this. And i think that people. we're starting to yeah. in this area that that's another thing too is you're talking about um your children and how they played other sports but you know a little bit of golf it's the same thing is to have it that um a young person wants to you know come out and enjoy it i don't teach a lot outside of you know the students. I mean, I guess I could. That's I just a lot really, of teaching, though. Well, and I'm not at the golf course a yeah. lot, but but I am. You are interacting, so it's I'm not. Yeah. I do give some golf instruction, but but you know I, I could possibly do more than I do. But you know, a couple of young people that I work with and aren't. I don't think they have any desire to be to play golf in college or to uh, you know be in the business. But if they at their age you know, I've had some since they were, you know, seven, eight, and I mean, you know, now we're talking 11, but they still want to come do lessons. Um, And hopefully we're getting a little better, but really I know I I can promise you that I think it's because that 45 minutes that we're together or whatnot, we have a relationship. Right. Um, And I think they'll continue to play and have fun with it, but we have to make sure that that we have a facility and that's you know if if i were to go back to a facility i would definitely it you know we've got to just open it up for you know everyone to feel good let the kids come out and play i saw somebody walking the other day on the golf course i went well and and with this i'm like i need a fancy pull cart or push (laughs) cart i don't want to carry my bag like i did in college anymore but i could totally come out and have a nice little car i don't want it to be motorized i want to push it you knock your workout out that's by right. playing golf, totally right. right. Five yeah. or six miles of walking, right? <laughs> That'd be pr- <laughs> yeah. That's what we we need to do that one day. All three Scott of us. It'd be fun. There. I mean, That'd we're gonna play social distancing because I don't know which yeah. way my ball's going now. I'm like, what happened? I'll be in the what right is- woods the whole time, so <laughs> so we'll just stay over we'll that way. Stay. But yeah, so. and I, I won't. By the way, Meredith, I won't look at Peter Brady the same way. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. He's, he's, I'm, he's scarred in my eyes. Oh, he's, he's scarred. Well, bless his heart. Maybe one day he'll get it. Uh, he needs to yeah. get around a little bit more and visit some different golf courses. Well, but, it's but just, you can't. I mean, we're, we, we have, I mean, we kind of run the gamut here at the beach. We have, um, you know, some very, very nice courses, but, I, but I, would, I would venture to say that many of them know that the area they're in and they're, you know, it's not – a two hundred thousand dollar initiation or, or whatever. So right. I started at a community nine hole golf course is how I got started. And that's obviously in a community you need to grow the game to get people to play. And it was always a when you're a kid you kinda looked at the country club. It's like, ah, that's not for me. I can't but you as a golf professional you have to change that. You have to say, Okay, um, all kids can come in. To your point, junior golf exchange for golf clubs, mm-hmm. that's what kids need. Mm-hmm. They need 
they can't afford it. I mean, you can't. It's, it's You've still, got to. I mean, if it wasn't, you know, the the and I don't like I said, I'm, I'm not really working with a lot, but I've always had because uh, Will Akers is a he and I we studied for our PGA test together, and he owns the shop down in Merle's Inlet. And when you get you know some of these young people, and when I've seen you at St. James Elementary, because I do that golf squad. Mm-hmm. Do you um, still do that? When when we're in school, when yeah. In school? I mean, it's that's once awesome. again that's just it's an after school program. And just about every time, one or two end up saying, you know, I'd like, well, they may not. They do. Like, I would like to do this some more. And that's where some of these students have come from. Mm-hmm. Um, and the question is always, what clubs do I need to go, you know, get them? Um, you know, do we need shoes? And I'm like, no, no, just wear sneakers. Um, and I tell you what, why don't you just, you can head down to, acres and i'm not i mean i just say that because we also have a graduate that works there i mean other Mm -hmm. stores do it and do it as well but you know go down there and you can most probably find something that's used right um and that's all you need and then if you continue and get like my the ones he's getting a little big he's i mean he's ready for something you know something else but Mm -hmm. um yeah that remove the um financial barrier right so and i think we've done that you know at our courses uh juniors can play for play free which i absolutely junior, absolutely junior tees just like you say mm-hmm. but a lot of them a lot of them are in the fairways there's a scorecard so it's just not like you're out there you know throw your ball down they actually have something to play for i mean kids still are competitive they still want to see I mean, look at the tournaments we have say, in yeah. the air we've got some we've got some players mm-hmm. we've got yep. some good tournaments so we've got some really good players but you know, someone that the student that I'm work that and I keep going back to it. All he wants to do is his grandmother is like, I just want to be able to. We'll get a car and I just want to ride him around and, um, you know, let him play golf. I'm like, okay, well that's we can. And what right now when we go out, we start at 25 yards, mm-hmm. and we talk about he talks a mile a minute, and we talk <laughs> about everything, and I almost have to just stop him and say, okay, here we talked about our think box last uh-huh. week. And uh, I said, well, you know, let's work on making a four from 25 yards and in. Mm-hmm. And then we'll kind of back up. And so we, you know, play a few holes. And I think we made an eight. Then we made a five. And then we made a four. And we got done. It was so hot. And it's got done. And he said it was the best time he'd ever had. And I was, I, so I've reflected That's... on that. And God, I wonder what that is. But there's, there's a score attached to a point. But, you know, here's what we're trying to do. We're not just kind of hitting it. And then, yep. you know, there was a... But I mean, you know, I mean, it's not like you're really teaching. Teaching, you you might be, but and that's what brings you back, and that's why you got into the game. Sure, so, absolutely, absolutely. Like I started that. as a kid, so yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Last question. Sure. Where do you see yourself in ten years? And 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 it could be something even outside of golf. I mean, just in general in your life. Like if you could just on a beach, reti- you know, yeah, relaxing. whatever, whatever. <laughs> just what comes to your mind? Ten years. Hanging from out with now. Jimmy Buffett. That's right. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you know, that is a great question, and I think about that a little bit. Like, one, I don't think I'll ever retire. I don't see me ever saying, okay, I'm, I'm hanging up my shoes and I will go do something else. So 10 years from now. You don't want to I, be a starter ranger or player <laughs> assistant. Uh, what about the beverage cart person? Oh, that's fun, actually. <laughs> Maybe. Everybody, everybody that says, man, I would just love to be a starter ranger. They don't understand the job. That's the hardest job. No, it's not. That's, no, that's so no. Job. I doubt it. I mean, if it was still in golf, part of me thinks I would do something that's more um, like working at 
not even in the country. Like I see, my, like at a tiki bar, being a bartender or something, yeah. but can, not not like that. a bartender at just some, but you know, in a Caribbean place or something like that. I could totally see you just talking in, with people about it, stuff in the Bahamas at a nice golf resort mixing drinks and then getting out there on the well, course and I, actually playing yourself <laughs> i know you know covid took away a family vacation where we were going my, my brother-in-law loves to sell and and they've done this twice but going over to the bvis and um and then you're on a catamaran mm-hmm. or a boat or like 44 foot catamaran i guess mm-hmm. and you're going to the different islands uh, you know um but you can kind of see so it's not like you're in open water but you're going kind of from place to place mm-hmm. and um you know I've, I've always said it that that's all i mean he and i've actually talked about it i'm like you could do your charters and i don't really think i'm a bartender bartender but i'm a talker mm-hmm. so we'll just get people to come in and you know if there's a tie to a golf course somewhere i think we probably could you know i'd be young enough to say you know let's go out and you'll be able to play some golf or mm-hmm. send somebody over here to play golf so well i'm your first customer i mean i'm going to come down and see you in 10 years <laughs> that'll be fun so yeah i guess i better decide how i'm going to do that i love it Paige crib you're amazing president of the carolinas pga section director of student support for coastal carolinas golf management program just your resume it's just so impressive and not, it's not just what you've accomplished and what you're doing for golf but you're a wonderful human being. And I was so excited that you were coming on the show today because we I love you it. and we you support you. Thank you. And um, I'm excited to see what your future holds because you're you're not even close to being done on what you're gonna accomplish. Sure, thank you. Thank you, I appreciate it. All right, everyone, thanks for joining in on the show and we will see you guys next week.